Saws, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Saws cast only here on Valuetainment, the sexiest financial podcast in the world where finance meets romance. Different type of episode today. Because Saws, Saws got canceled. Ooh. Remember those uh, Remember those movies like from back, this is dating myself, back in the day it was like, Ernest goes to prison. Ernest goes to camp. You know, Ernest goes to a football game. I don't know where Ernest was everywhere. Um, I feel like Saz does a live event with Fresh and Fit. Yeah. Saz goes to Romania. Saz interviews Andrew Tate with PBD. Saz gets canceled. That's oh. today's episode today. Yeah. So this is not a feel bad for me episode. Let's just be clear about that off top. Um, this is not a victim episode. This is what I've learned uh, interviewing Andrew Tate, being with PBD, interviewing Tristan Tate, what I've learned from them, and then the aftermath of... Uh, getting canceled mm. by the one and only Mark Zuckerberg Meta Facebook Instagram. Thanks, guys. Um, feels weird, especially someone like me who's been following any of the content that I do, yeah. uh, especially on PBD Podcast. I'm the freaking liberal. They I'm the moderate. Let's just be real here. Mm. Um, I don't say outlandish things. I don't affiliate with absurd outlandish people. I don't have like crazy right-wing or certainly left-wing conspiracy theory convictions. I'm just a dude trying to get paid, laid, and do it my way. Mm. You thought I forgot about that now, no, right? But we did I not forget about that. About um, but very interesting, the aftermath uh, of what's happening right now. Um, getting canceled, we're going to discuss that. So there's a lot we're going to cover today. But lessons, listen, again, this is not about me. This is not me crying. I'm not complaining. I'm good. Life is good. Good. Uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. A lot. Gratitude above all. Um, and I've learned for sure in my life when bad things happen to you, there's something good right around the corner. Yes. Um, so a lot to cover today. A lot of lessons to learn. Dating, money, business. We're going to be interweaving a lot of those concepts throughout today's episode. Before I do, Natalia DeValle is in the house. Boop, boop. Hey, happy podcast day. El Nat. El Nat. Love you, know, you too. Talk about turning lemons into lemonade. A lot of people <laughs> want to cancel Nat. They want me to cancel you from the show. Sorry, sorry. She's been taking quote unquote a lot of L's. But Nat says L means what? Love. All right. I'm well, a big love. We got girl. a lot of love for Nat. <laughs> um, but we got Joey in the house. I don't know if he's got a camera, Joey. but he's there. AKA Fake Drake. Fake he's Drake. here. Um, <laughs> fake Drake. <laughs> but um, let's just sort of go down the list here. Today's going to be kind of rapid fire. we got a lot of videos to play you. Mm. Nat's going to be managing the chat. We're going to be answering yes. your super chats today. We just came back from Romania. Today we did our first PBD podcast yes. since our trip to Romania. I went on vacation afterwards. I took my mother to a wedding uh, in Israel. A good friend of mine got uh, married. We'll discuss that, what, what I was doing over there. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, but a smile on my face. Aww. Feeling good. Um, Nat, anything you want to uh, let the people know before we go down this rabbit hole of cancellation? Yes. So thank you all first for tuning in today. Make sure you guys obviously hit that like button, that subscribe button, because you've been missing out on everything that we've been doing if you haven't. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in today. I think today's going to be a great episode. I think Sauce is coming from a different perspective and experience. Um, so I'm ready to jump right into it. And I do have a little surprise at oh. the end. Uh, for the episode for today. Oh. Um, so let's get into it because I hate holding secrets. Okay. And I really want to just share. 
Yeah. You didn't even let me give you my gift. I'm uh, sorry. Like I was going to give you a nice gift oh, yeah. on the show, but you know, you I couldn't wait. demanded it from the um, which I appreciate. In the office. So, uh, let's start with what happened today. Breaking news, by the way, right after the interview, we were talking about what we Tate expected to happen. He was not formally charged with anything. Mm -hmm. There were um, accusations of human trafficking, of rape, of um, running a racketeering mafia, whatever they were basically allegedly charging him with. Um, allegedly, I use that word, but basically breaking news today, uh, the BBC broke it. Uh, Joey, if you want to let them know, or Andres, let them know in the back. But here's basically what's happened today. Andrew, Ch Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan, formerly charged with rape and human trafficking. Yes. Uh, scroll down here, uh, if you can. Um, this is, ironically, written by the one and only oh, Lucy wow. Williamson <laughs> with her friend George Wright. Lucy Williamson, famous wow. for the hit piece they did uh, when the BBC was so kind enough to enter um, the Tate compound and do the interview with them. And um, she wrote this piece for the BBC. Controversial, controversial influencer Andrew Tate has been charged with, in Romania with rape, human trafficking, and forming an organized crime group to sexually exploit women. His brother Tristan and two associates also face charges and have all denied allegations. Tate brothers were first arrested in Bucharest in December. In March, they were moved from custody to house arrest following a ruling by a Romanian judge. Just one, just one judge, by the way. No, no jury, no jury of your peers. That's not the way that it works in Romania. Weird system they got there. Um, the indictment deposited with the uh, Bucharest court says that the four defendants formed an organized criminal group in 2021 to commit human trafficking in Romania, but also other countries, including the U.S. and the U.K., and named seven alleged victims who were also who were recruited by the Tate brothers through false promises of love and marriage. So, 14-month wow. investigation. The 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 Formal charges are rape and human trafficking. Um, in my opinion, the case is very weak. We did the interview with, with, with Andrew, then we did the five-hour interview. 45 minutes of it were omitted, censored, because it was revol uh, revolving around their case. Mm -hmm. And uh, that will be um, distributed at a later date. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did an hour and a half with Tristan. We were treated royally, had a great time. Uh, I said that they were very hospitable. We had lunch. We basically spent the entire day from sun up to sun down to midnight at the compound, interviewing, getting to know each other, uh, smoking cigars, having cocktails. Tristan and I finished, I think, a half a bottle of Johnny Blue wow. by the time the night was over. Andrew and I were smoking the hookah. <laughs> other people were smoking cigars. It was a great time. Um, but at the same time, we weren't like there to do a friendly kumbaya interview. We asked them hard questions. They answer hard questions. Yeah. But at the same time, we didn't do a hit piece. We didn't do what Lucy's doing over here, yeah. basically pretending to be their friend, coming into their compound, and then boom, being like, so you're a raper. Yeah. Uh, you know, Yikes. like, um, so in my opinion, the case is very weak. The evidence is certainly very weak. Um, they've been held six months with no charges. Finally, they um, formalized charges today. Uh, in my opinion, this is just a complete shakedown. This is a matrix, politically motivated attack. Uh, why? Because they probably have hundreds of millions of dollars that they've accumulated in wealth, mm -hmm. whatever the number is, cars, vehicles, the house, the compound, assets, crypto, all seized. And at the end of the day, I asked Tate, I said, what do you think is gonna happen here? Because he put out a tweet basically asking the audience 
what do you think is going to happen to me? Are they going to just drop the charges? Mm -hmm. Are they going to formalize charges? Are they going to basically uh, save face and, and um, try to incriminate me with a lesser charge? Uh, at the end of the day, he said, this is a shakedown. They're, they're going to charge me with something because you can't lock someone up in prison for six months and be like, no, you're good, brah. So this, this was coming. He knew this was coming. He predicted this was coming. Um, uh, in any interview, he said this is basically what he, he suspected them to happen. But um, sad situation where uh, they're just basically reaching out to thousands of people, trying, looking, bribing in some cases, people to come out and speak against the Tates. And they found a handful of people that have not come forward publicly. Um, some may say they've been bought off. And um, now they have a handful, they said seven people, seven victims. Um, who allegedly were, quote-unquote, human trafficked, raped. So we'll see. We'll see if they get a fair trial. You guys let me know if you guys think they're going to actually receive mm. a fair trial or a fair verdict from the judge. My opinion, strictly my opinion, complete shakedown. They'll yeah. be exonerated of all their crimes, but they'll have to pay a, um, a heavy fine, and then Tate will basically be like, so this was just a money play. You know, This was just a shakedown mm. to basically steal my freaking money Charge me with tax evasion, whatever it ends up being, and now you pay a fine, you, you um, slap on the wrist, let's see, and um, just take my money. Wow. So, um, very interesting. So, um, with that being said, that's, that's the article that just basically broke in the news today. You guys, yeah. I mean, a lot of people that follow our content understand that we, um, not only are we friends with these guys, fans of their content, but we empathize with the plight that they're dealing with mm -hmm. about being basically locked up, thrown in jail, and being accused of things that you never did. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, they say that uh, MLK, MLK said that justice um, bends in the arc, history bends in the arc of justice. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see if that actually formalizes yeah. and takes place. By and the way, what'd you think of the interview? Of which the Andrew case? and Tristan, yeah. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was a I thought everybody got to see, especially because you guys did the interview prior. So everybody got to kind of see Tate when Tate became Tate, and then now the post, right? And then you also see the role that his brother played. I actually got kind of emotional when I when they talked about each other's brotherhood because, mm. you know, that level of understanding you know, in a world where it feels like sometimes everybody's against you. So to have that level of understanding and, you know, that commitment with each other, it's, it's beautiful. It's like the definition of what a family is. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it was a great perspective. And I do want to say, if you guys watch PBD podcast this morning, I watch all the podcasts, um, Pat said something really key. He said, now the lawyers will get to work. Yep. And now we will get to see who will, you know, uh, bring out the truth and the facts will come out. And I'm, I look forward to it. I think this is a great learning experience for the world. I think this is a great learning experience for the people, you know, who are part of the Tate community and that whole, you know, this whole generation. Um, but at the end of the day, I think a fair trial is deserved for everybody going through any, uh, you know, type of issues. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens. I think this is a great experience for us to see. I think it's terrible what they're going through. I can't imagine and the things they go through. Um, but I loved to see, there was something about, you know how people say like there's, people have like a smile and like people smile. It's not they're just their teeth, it's mm -hmm. like a smile. And I think throughout the interview we got to see like 
take feel like a smile of like a genuine like this is who I am. I feel comfortable in the space. I want to talk, um, and I think it's very very few places people feel a platform where they can really be honest and share. Um, and I love to see the interaction between you guys. You know, yeah, I think you that's can't a fake great, who you are yes. over a five hour podcast. Oh you can my do god! It yes, on a five minute quick little clip. Uh, you can pretend to be someone else, mm -hmm. uh, but you get a feel for someone after f 12 hours yeah. being in their house, being in their compound, how they treat the staff, how they, pe how they treat the people serving the food, how they treat the girls over there. Hey, hey, would you please bring me this? How they treat their brothers, how they treat us. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't fake that kind of stuff. It was like watching an inner, like a man's man. You know when people say like, oh, that's a man's man? Yeah. Watching all of the dynamics, each role that you guys played, the, the interaction, it was like watching like a man's man podcast. Man's and man it was, podcast. It was awesome. I there felt so like this is like power, this is strength, this is, you know, something that's really going to, it's going to be history. Um, so I'm, you know, excited for you to, you know, through your process and your journey through that, because that's also a, Thank you. a process for you too. So um, anyway, that's just sort of the uh, overdraft of basically what's happening, your overview of what we're going to be discussing today. So that's what, it, what literally came down the pike today. It's so funny how we talk about timing. Yep. Uh, the day that we get back, our first podcast back, that's the, the story that breaks this morning. Mm -hmm. Tate formally charged um, by the Romanian court. So um, with that being said, let's get into what we're going to be discussing today. Mm -hmm. um, I first want to say shout out to the chat. I see you guys going crazy. We have almost 2,000 watching. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Uh, we've got some L's in the chat. We've got some W sauces in the chat. There we go. And I'm actually seeing a lot more ladies in the chat. And I'm loving seeing Shout that. out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies because we, we love, love the you. Ladies. <laughs> we love that. That's for sure. We yes. love the ladies. But the gentlemen, we respect the gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Um, so here's the deal. Um, we do the interview with Tate. We're going to show a bunch of images. We're going to show a bunch of clips. We do the interview with Tate. We come back um, from Romania. Our awesome team over here puts together sick intro. Shout out to those guys. Um, tee everything up. Everything goes out there. I think we crossed 10 million views yes. in, like, in a matter of days. Yeah, like two, three um, days. It, it went super viral. And then a few days later, Tristan's interview went out. Yep. Um, Clips are getting shared, cut. tagged, cut, shout outs, yep. reposting, like reaction, everything. YouTube's on fire, Instagram's on fire, all our socials are on fire. Mm -hmm. Great things, great things. Awesome, awesome. But what I've learned, don't get too high when the times are good, don't get too low when the when the when the bad times are there. Yeah. Awesome guys, thank you. Reshare, awesome, awesome, awesome. And then lo and behold, I get a message. Uh -oh. from Instagram, mm -hmm. um, basically saying we are disabling your account. We'll get to that in a sec. So my account was recently disabled, shut down. I've been canceled by Instagram. Why? No reason, no justifications, zero explanation whatsoever. Just control, alt, delete. Saz is gone. Saz Talks Money is the name of my Instagram. It is no longer there. And poof, just like that, poof, he's gone. Have you ever seen the uh, usual suspects with Kaiser Soze and poof? He was gone, right? Saw that movie? Okay. So I want to get into some of the timeline of events. And here's the deal. Again, I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm not asking for any pity. I actually genuinely want you guys, you guys out there, I'm looking right at you. Yes, you. I want you to be the jury. I want you to be the judge. I want you to decide, all right, what really happened here? Mm. Was what Saz was posting bannable, cancelable? 
basically deplatformable. Mm. You, you guys let me know. We'll put a poll up there at the end. But we're going to kind of give you the evidence. We're going to basically allow you to be the attorney, the judge, the jury. You guys decide. This is your world. I'm giving my pitch to you. You guys let me know. Nat will man the chat. <laughs> Joey's going to be on the ones and two. Fake Drake over there. You guys are going to let me know what happens. So we'll start off with basically we get to the take compound and um, things are lively. Things are good. I roll up. There's a, there's a video of me saying, what's up, Andrew? How you doing? How you feeling? Uh, super happy that we were there. Roll this clip right here. Maybe it capture you too, huh? You recognize this guy? <laughs> good to see you, bro. There's PBD being a boss. Tate just, this is right before we ended up doing the interview. Uh, we're just getting things started. Cool. So we do the interview. We already, we already discussed that it. it went super viral. And then we started posting images mm -hmm. and clips of our time there. We have a few images that we'd like to show you now. So this was what was on my Instagram. So this is me taking 100% accountability. I love this This photo. is not a VT thing. It's not a PBD thing. This is what I posted on my Instagram. There's me, PBD, host and co-host of the podcast, and obviously Andrew and Tristan, the top Gs. Yes. All right, so I post that picture. Shout out to everybody like that. Then I started posting more pictures from the interview. Mm -hmm. That was the three of us right there. PBD doing his thing. Tate, obviously, doing his sign right there. I learned from Tate. Do you know why he does this, by the way? Because his dad. father used to play chess like this, and he just brings it down like that. I learned that from that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I posted that image, um, another image of me basically. Oh, dude, when this guy's photo. talking, I am locked yes. in. Talk about perspicacity, <laughs> perspicacious. <laughs> I am locked in. I'm deciphering what this dude is saying. I'm locked in. Yeah. The guy, I said this, is as great of an influencer as he is, a uh, uh, four-time kickboxer. I don't know if you can see it in the background. There's mm -hmm. uh, four huge belts. belts going on back there. I would say he's probably the most captivating, um, well-thought-out, speaker today because mm. some people are very smart when they speak but they don't know how to engage with the, just the, the normal audience right. some people are wild they can connect with the audience but they can't basically communicate their words their words to the highest ability this guy can do both mm. he's a he's a wordsmith he's a linguist he's he's one of the best speakers i would say in the world today if not the best jordan peterson's up there joe rogan's up there pbd despite his accent he's up there and all the years that pbd's been doing his thing uh amid all the crisis i think he's up there um, but I would say, I would argue that, that Andrew Tate, one of the best speakers um, today, no doubt. So there I am mm. posting all these pictures of Tate. And um, thank you guys, genuinely. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the interest. Thank you for the shout outs. Thank you for the reposting. Uh, we do this for you. Mm -hmm. Without our audience, we're nothing. We're just speaking into a, a, a world of nothingness. So we do this for you to bring value and attainment to the world. That's kind of what we do here at Valuetainment. So... There we are. I'm on my Instagram. So from, from, um, from there, I'm posting all these pictures. And on the, so I, do we have some images of my Instagram? We have all that. So I started uh, Instagram. Just by, by the way, we talk about playing the long game. Aww. We talk about playing the long game and good things take time. And as a man, uh, you need to pay your dues. You need to go through some shit. In order to be the shit, you need to go through some shit. Mm -hmm. In order to... Be the man. You need to basically get knocked down 10 times, get up 11. Mm -hmm. I started doing Instagram in 2012. Wow. Okay? So 11 years ago, and how many followers do you start off when you start off? Zero. You start off with nothing. Start off with zero. And on the day that I get banned, I get this good news. Okay? 
I hit 100,000 subscribers. There I am, 100,000, just hit it. Yeah. Uh, and it was like... Look at your account. 1.3 million have reached your account in 30 days. Okay, didn't even know that. Yeah. 1.3 million accounts have reached in the past 30 days. So mm -hmm. the account's blown up. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Much love. Uh, there's probably some people watching this right now. They're like, dude, I have no clue you are before the Tate interview. Yeah. Cool. Happy to be here. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to people who have been watching the show since day one. Yep. When I was, all I was talking was money. All yeah. I talk is money. All we talk is money. All we talk is money. Now it's money, finance, and romance and relationships. So, you know, you kind of got to evolve right there. Mm -hmm. But on the day that I hit 100,000, I gave a shout out to everybody. I screenshotted this. Thank you guys. The best is yet to come. Future <laughs> looks bright. Hey -oh. Not so fast. <laughs> I'm at a wedding in Israel at a good friend of mine. We'll discuss that in a second. And there I am just at the wedding. Thanks for 100K. Not even worried about my Instagram. Not, I'm just focused. I'm in the moment. At the wedding, having the time of my life. Then I get this message from Instagram, mm. right? This is how it happens, guys. Pay attention. This is how it works. Ready? This is from Instagram. Take action or lose access to Sauce Talks money, okay? I've had this account for 11 years, okay? Your account has been suspended. This is because your account or activity on it does not follow our community guidelines. Mm. The old community guidelines thing. I'm sure you guys have read your community guidelines Day in and day out, I'm sure when you signed up, you read the whole CVS thread of information that they put out there. Hey, follow the community guidelines. Cool, bro. Got it. Uh, I've been following, I guess, the community guidelines for 11 years. Oh. Well, 10 years and 364 days, apparently. So I get that image. Go back to that one more time. And obviously, what do I click? Review uh, details. Review details. Right. Okay. I review details. They basically say... Um, What's the next one? They say, um, all right, we're reviewing your information. Uh, guys, this is, this could ha if this happens to me, this can happen to anybody. Mm -hmm. This usually takes us around a day. We'll notify you when the review is finished. If we can confirm your info, you'll be able to use Instagram again. If you can't, your account will be permanently disabled. Let me read that again. If we can confirm your info, you'll be able to use Instagram again. If we can't, your account will be permanently disabled. This says this usually takes us around a day. I kid you not. Right after I hit that, 30 seconds later, boom, I get this email. This next. This is from Facebook. Oh. You might know Facebook. Um, you might have heard of them before. They own Instagram, and yep. the parent company is now Meta. Hi. Not even hi, Adam. <laughs> Not hey, brother. How you feeling? Hi. Hey, Sauce Talks Money. Hi. Hi, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, we disabled this account for not following the Instagram terms of use and are unable to restore it. This account can no longer be accessed or viewed. That is an oh. email from Facebook, okay? Again, not a right-winger, not an extremist. Yeah. If anything, I'm a very moderate person, okay? I interview people from all walks of the aisle, all walks of life, all types of people. I'm not that dude yeah. that has ever even been faced getting canceled, okay? So very interesting that they targeted me for this, okay? Go back to that one image, if you don't mind. Okay. So there's that, there's that email. So I'm in disbelief. I'm thinking, all right, am I getting hacked right now? What's happening? Nope. I checked the email. It is from Facebook. Always check your emails, like right. who the sender is. Because it might say Facebook, and then you click the link, and it's like Somewhere Joe else. Blow at JoeBlow.com, whatever. Okay. Then I get this on my Instagram. This is the next one. So then Damn. this is on my Instagram. We reviewed your account. By the way, this was... 
a minute later. You know, I said it usually takes you a day. Yeah. We can confirm your information. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to use your account again. Nope, we confirmed your information and we disabled your account. Hi, Sauce Talks Money, a little more formal this right. time. Thank you for that, not just a random hi. We reviewed your account and found that it still doesn't follow our community guidelines. As a result, your account has permanently been disabled. Learn how our community guidelines keep up with the Instagram community, an authentic and respectful place for people to express themselves. Hey, I'm expressing myself here, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, the ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the YouTube episode is still up. Tens of millions of views. Yeah. Okay? It's still up. I'm posting images. Go back to those images real quick. Is this a cancelable event? Is this something that should be canceled, posting images like this? Interviewing this guy. By the way, too many apples would be great to know if Lucy Williamson mm. was canceled no. after she interviewed Andrew Tate and posted images of her interview with Andrew Tate. I wonder if Lucy was canceled. Mark Zuckerberg, mm. people who are running Facebook, people who are running Meta, people who are running Instagram. Mm. Was Lucy canceled? No. Let's pick on this guy because he doesn't have millions and millions of followers. Yeah. He's got 100,000. He's all right. He's probably not going to make crazy waves. He's not the BBC. Mm. He's not even PBD. He's down with motherfucking OPP. I can guarantee you that. Um, so let's teach this guy a lesson. Uh -oh. Maybe he'll just go quietly. Maybe he'll shut the fuck up, learn his lesson. Here I am. Lesson learned? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. So that's basically what I get from Instagram. So they we do the like interview. It. it was too many alphas in a room. They too said, many alphas. Mm, we they gotta had, cancel them. They had to pick on me. Yeah. So you, as the judge, jury, and executioner, should I have been canceled for these mm. pictures? Is this something that that Instagram should have canceled me for for posting these clips? I ask you this. So uh, you cancel Tate. Now you're gonna come after me. I now it's funny because you always try to put yourself in the shoes of the person that you're interviewing. I always try to say, all right, cool. I'm interviewing Andrew Tate. Let me think what Andrew Tate is thinking. How could I? I have never been in a Romanian dungeon, never been in jail, never been canceled, but let me do my best to empathize. I've interviewed people far left, communists, socialists, Marxists, progressives, everything. All right, let me understand where you're coming from. People on the MAGA, January 6th, far right. Cool, let me understand where you're coming from. That is my job as someone that interviews people is to understand, empathize, and, and put myself in your shoes. So. Putting myself in Andrew Tate's shoes, I'm thinking, man, that must fucking suck yeah. to get canceled. And we're going to go over some of those clips right there. But now, um, canceling me because why? I'm not following your terms of agreement. So what are the, what are the terms? Don't post pictures with controversial figure, mm. figures. There's certainly a lot of controversial figures who still have their Instagram up there. So speaking of Instagram... Um, let me just show you how Instagram started. You know how they say, like, this is how it started, yeah. and this is how it ended right now. Mm -hmm. um, oh, we, we went over that. It started with, 100, with zero, 100,000. Um, so there were some... Um, there were, Joey, we have the... Um, it started in 2012. Show that image again. Okay. So there was also that image of all the fake accounts, oh. right? So this is interesting. Oh my God. Because when we talk about accountability to our friends at Instagram, for years, before I was verified, for years I've been saying, uh, hey, Instagram, uh, there's dozens 
of fake accounts pretending to be me, messaging people, scamming them for money. There's a girl at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, this is just a screenshot yeah. that I had. There's so many fake accounts. And I'm the perfect person prior to being verified to go after. Why? Because I'm semi-famous, but not super famous. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, I'm not, it's like not Gary Vee or PBD or Grant Cardone sliding your DMs. It's like, why would they do that? All right, cool. I talk about money. I talk about money a lot. My Instagram handle is Sauce Talks Money. Yeah. All I do is talk about save that money. All we talk is money. Be smart with your money. Cool, money. So if I'm messaging you about money, all right, maybe I'll listen to what this guy has to say. And I've got just enough followers for credibility. Right. 100,000, but not enough where it's like, this guy wouldn't message me. It's like, and plus with Valuetainment's backing, they're like, mm -hmm. all right, this is probably him. Yeah. It's like the perfect person to basically allow to be scams. Now, did Instagram take down any of these accounts? Mm. Did Instagram do anything to basically ban these accounts? Mm. Is Instagram okay with people scamming money? And it, dude, I'm at, I'm at with a favorite restaurant here in Fort Lauderdale, you know it, where PBD eats all the time. Oh. Okay, Casa de, de Angelo. I mean, I'll say the name, give them a shout out. Amazing restaurant, mm -hmm. Fort Lauderdale, they're everywhere, they're all around the world. The waiter, the nicest freaking Italian guy. Hello, can I get you the pepper? Yeah. Hello, can I, anything <laughs> you want? Another glass of what? Like the nicest guy. Just throughout the, the, this was lunch. We're sitting there at lunch. And then after lunch, he goes, hey, by the way, I signed up for your course. I teach you to, me to do crypto. <gasps> Thank you so much, but I never heard back from you. I'm like, bro, that wasn't me. Well, what do you mean? What do you, no, that, no, I'm here right now. I never, no I don't way. have a course on crypto. That's not me. He's like, I sent you $250. Oh, I was like, my oh my gosh. God. So if this is the random waiter in Fort Lauderdale, how many people are getting messages scammed via Instagram? But Instagram, you've done nothing to shut this down. You've done nothing. Don't, I don't give a shit. I, I yeah. don't care about me. I care about the people that are getting scammed, mm. but you're doing nothing. But hey, I'll be the scapegoat. Cancel me for posting pictures with a controversial figure for an alleged wow. human trafficker. So that's what I feel bad for. Well, honestly, um, these scammers probably make these all these apps money with being on the app so much. So they're probably helping the app in a way for yep. them because they're using the app more than per se you would. So it's just one of those things where here I am providing value to an audience. I'm encouraging people out there, be smart with your money, Yeah. okay? Do things with your life. Good things take time. Don't be a fucking pussy. Get up there and talk to a girl. Do stuff for your community. Do things with your life. Don't sit around. Don't do like jack squat all day. Yeah. Stop being a victim. Do things that are gonna basically help your family and society become the best version of yourself. Let's cancel that guy. But scammers, people with fake accounts, people basically trying to rip people off, Feel free, go ahead out there, yeah. use this guy's name and likeness, no problem. After being reported dozens, hundreds of times, they're still up there. Mm -hmm. So Instagram, I'm asking for accountability. It, what's the level of accountability here? By the way, I have no way of getting in touch with these guys now. My account's been disabled, I'm done. Okay, they're for like, uh, do you wanna reach out? It's like, so I gotta start a new account that doesn't have this same association to this account. I say, hey, by the way, I'm trying to get my, like, where do I go from here? Mm. So very interesting. So that from, again, good things take time. It started with zero followers, 2012. The day I hit 100,000 followers in 2023, a week after the Tate interview is released, there I am, canceled, disabled, control alt delete, 
No reasons, no justifications, no explanations, just poof, gone, and deleted. Well, we actually did a poll. Mr. Shamari helped out with a poll. Um, uh, should you have been canceled? 90% wow. said no, thankfully. And 10% uh, yeah. says yes. All right. So. Well, you know, I say this all the time. If you did a poll right now, uh, would you rather have a million dollars or a kick in the nuts? Yeah. You're still going to get 5% of people being like, nah, bro, I don't need your fucking handouts. Kick me right in the nuts. You're never going to get 100% on anything. So Correct. the fact that we're getting 90% right. of the audience saying you shouldn't have been canceled, respect to you guys. And to the 10%, go ahead. All good. Report me on Instagram. Because <laughs> the account is uh, no longer there. Yeah. So what I wanted to do, again, was understand <laughs> the matrix even further. Someone said sauce lives matter. <laughs> sauce lives matter. Thank you, guys. Shout out. <laughs> what I wanted to understand was how the matrix works, mm. okay? How getting canceled works. Now, I'm not saying that I've been can canceled from a bunch of different platforms and that it's been all over the place, but one is enough to be like, holy shit. But you've been, your account has been but having been issues. before. Yeah, but, but not still. not canceled, there's a big difference. Correct, but I big think- Big difference. I think even people getting in your account is kind of like, what's going on? Cool. Yeah, that, that, the difference is someone like came into your car and stole your shit, but you can get your car back. This is, they moved into your house, shut it down, you no longer own the house, they own it now, your house is gone, you're not getting any of the proceeds from the house, you're done. Big difference between getting hacked and full on canceled, disabled. Right. And that's exactly what ha happened with Tate, not just Meta, not just Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, Uber, uh, Airbnb, Discord, payment processor, Stripe, the whole kit and caboodle. So we, what I wanted to do is we're gonna revisit the first interview with Tate. So just to kind of like, mm. if we had the Wayne's World thing, we'd go back in time, we can go, I had a dream when Vinny The dream was world here. stuff. I don't know, we have a dream world thing, Jorge? That's so sad. dream with me for a second. Wait, wait. Jorge's asleep at the wheel. Don't worry about Jorge. All right. So we're gonna dream for a second. There he is, Jorge's <laughs> back, ladies and gentlemen. So we're gonna go back to the first interview with Tate. We were the first, um, media company, mm -hmm. PBD podcast, to interview Tate after he was canceled. The week after he was canceled, this was in September of 2022, we flew out to Spain and we conducted this interview when you addressed the cancellation. Obviously this interview that just came out a week ago today, mm. that's at what, 11, 12 million, million views? Yeah. I mean, that thing's climbing, probably hit 20 in the next few weeks. Um, we addressed what it's like to get canceled. So Joe, let's put to this. So, PBD at the very beginning, I said, all right, so why were you canceled? I believe this is from the first interview that we did, and it starts at 1.55. Hi, man, it's good to be spending these few hours with you. Absolutely, I'm glad to be here, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. So, so, so let's get right into it. So this, this banning volume, happens, guys? and we've had a lot of different people in the past get banned. I'll read some of the people on why they got banned. Sure. And I think the first question we want to get into is what everybody wants to know. No one still knows. Everything is pure speculation. Trump got banned of all social, and all social because of the insurrection. Yeah. Alex Jones promoting and inciting violence, whether it's Sandy Hook, whether it's Pizzagate. Eventually, they just said, we got to kind of cut this off. Yep. Milo Yiannopoulos got banned in 2016 from Twitter for inciting harassment of SNL and Ghostbuster star Leslie Jones. Louis Farrakhan was banned for anti-Semitism comments spreading cage. Yep. Rob Kardashian was banned in 2017 for a revenge porn picture of his ex-girlfriend, K-Black China. 
Kanye West was banned temporarily for repeated posts that threatened both Kim and Pete Davidson. Yep. Rihanna got banned because they called it inciting horniness, believe it or not. That's what it was called. And for posting a topless photo of herself, then she later on came back on. Rose McGowan got banned in 2017 off Twitter for calling out Ben Affleck for his business relationship with Harvey Weinstein, and that lasted 12 hours. Chelsea Handler in 2014 for posting a nude picture. Many were upset when she did that, but she did post it. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene got banned in 2022 for repeated tweets in which she shared false and dangerous info about COVID-19. Oh, false. False and dangerous. That's what they called it. Sorry and then, to interrupt, but yeah, that's very interesting. And then PewDiePie was banned from Twitter for making a joke about ISIS. Okay. So why did Joe. Andrew Tate get banned? They did not tell me. They did not send me an email. No correspondence. I certainly didn't break terms of service. I guess that's why they couldn't send me an email and explain why. Nobody told me whether it was YouTube that banned me or Meta that banned me. They banned you me instantly, instantly and forever without any kind of correspondence. They've not told me why. They've not told anyone what I did. The media machine, in synchronization with the ban, we can call that coincidence if you want to believe in such things, came out with some kind of bullshit explanation that I'm misogynistic or some garbage. But the actual social media companies themselves provided no explanation at all. No correspondence. Got it. So no explanation whatsoever. That's what I got from that. So Pat asked him, see here all the people that got canceled. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, why did you get canceled? Zero explanation. Makes sense. I get it now. Tate, if you end up seeing this, uh, and I'll show you this clip, zero explanation. Mm. Just poof, gone. So very interesting. They don't give you uh, an explanation when they cancel you. Now, that's what I learned about Instagram, Facebook, Meta. We've been doing YouTube for years now. Right. If there's a video that they have a problem with, they'll demonetize, they'll give you a strike, they'll give you a warning. Uh, certain other platforms, uh, Twitter, they might give you a disclaimer uh, in the past. TikTok, I've had uh, one video taken down for breaking community guidelines. But Meta, Facebook, Instagram specifically, they will just take your account. No explanation, no nothing, poof, gone. Guys, this is scary stuff. Yeah. Very scary stuff that someone sitting in an office in Silicon Valley, Instagram headquarters, some 24-year-old kid just reviewing, boom, gone, you're deleted. Very interesting. So there's another clip right here where I asked Tate, I said, so ironically enough, who was the first platform to ban you? I believe this starts mm. at 640. Who was the first one to take you off? Meta. Meta was first. So Meta. Facebook, Stop. Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. <gasps> so Meta. And then it was a... <gasps> Okay, don't, I'm having flashbacks right now. Joey, if you can keep the mouse over the screen while we're playing the video, I can at least see the timestamps. So Meta was first to take him off. Go ahead. The domino effect. Yeah, so Meta took me down. So it was, it's quite interesting, actually. I had a YouTube channel for a while. It was never so large. I have 738,000 subscribers. It took me a long time to build it up. I got a strike on YouTube, which prevented me from posting. Got a strike, no big deal. The next strike day, on YouTube, no Meta big deal. Took me down, deleted my Facebook and my Instagram. Then um, they delete the your Instagram. Out at exactly the same time, in sync, saying that I'm a misogynistic, dangerous person, that I'm harmful, that I am the reason that the world is not a perfect place, world hunger, you name it, all my fault. Attacked me across all of this, and I thought, okay, let me film a message that I can get out on my YouTube, my final message, which I don't know if you guys have seen, I ended up putting on freetalkg.com. Let me film my final message explaining how this is unfair and unjust. We filmed it, we produced it, we got it all edited within 12 hours, had to tell ready to go, but we couldn't post it because of the YouTube strike. So we're waiting for the YouTube strike to expire. A few hours before the YouTube strike expires, guess what happened? They, ban they banned me from YouTube. <laughs> then they banned me from Discord, then they banned me from Airbnb, they banned me from Stripe. They banned, I can't even remember. It was, just, it was just emails coming in faster than you could believe. Ban, 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 ban. So the Matrix, the social. Oh, no, no, the Matrix presses a button, my friend. Yeah. And every app on your phone stops working. Uber. You Uber. name it. Uber. Stop. You name it. Wait, you can't use Uber? Well, I can use Uber. You just start a new account, right? But, yeah. oh, sorry, Uber. Catch That's me. Right. But, uh, but yeah. your main account on Uber was taken. They take everything. 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 Coordinated effort all at once. Coordinated effort all at once. Every single one of them just goes, no. Delete, 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 delete. And I come at you and they come at you. Hey, Stripe. Banks. Payment process. Oh, and banks. UK based banks as well. High Street, banks. 
I can name Santander, HSBC, Barclays, et cetera, all Massive at the same banks. time. Oh, no, sorry. The change we've decided because blah, blah, some bullshit, some letter, close your accounts. So they take all your banking, they take your payment processing, they take all your social media presence, they take your Discord, they take your Skype, they take all your accounts, you're blatant, communicate with people, and then they lie about you in the press. And they, uh, and they leave you there. <laughs> they leave you there to suffer. They, they attempt to You can understand the social component. All right, these guys are all probably all working in unison. Yeah. But when you hear payment processors, banks, apps like Uber, how are you processing that? No, I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, it's funny, before we even did that interview with Tate, before the interview, we're on the way to, to Spain. I'm talking to the guys here. I said, how do you think it works, right? How do you think it all works? I go, and I'm joking. I'm saying, do you think, like, all these big tech, digital government types who are running tech monopolies, do you think they're all just, like, on a group chat, just being <laughs> like, yo, what up, homie? Today, I'm going to cancel Tate. Yeah, me too. Gotcha. Let me know. Boom, I'm on it. How could that possibly be? And then I asked them, and all they do is they press one button, and you're eliminated. Scary. Eliminated. Okay? And it's one thing if it's your social accounts. Fucking sucks. Then it's your payment processors. It's how you get around. It's your Ubers. It's your Lyft. It's where you want to stay. It's your Airbnbs. It's every outlet. For you to live your life, they at any point can just cancel you. Mm. Okay? And keep in mind, this was when he was just a misogynist. <laughs> saying things online yeah. that certain people didn't like. This is prior to any allegations. This is prior to the human trafficking stuff. This is how it all works. Yeah. And I'm just, I get just, I'm, I'm feeling an oomph, an yeah. nth of what he's dealing with. But I totally understand and empathize with Tate. It's like, at any given moment, boom, you're gone. They strike you from the record. Control, alt, delete, your account is done. And that's what happened to him. So um, it, it's just a little ironic that I asked him, who was the first platform to ban you? This was nine months ago. Yeah. Who was the first to, to blame you? What well, was Meta? Mm. Interesting. No explanation. Mm -mm. YouTube gave him a strike at least. Mm. Very interesting. Guys, there'll be a message at the end of this. Stay tuned of what you need to do to prepare yourself for us. matrix attack. There you go. Here Don't we go. Us. Thank you. Got you. So the next clip is I ask, hey, is social media necessary to have a presence at 1304? Still believe that you can only have a significant presence in the world with these social media platforms. That's the source of their power. I believe there's huge pressure behind the dam in regards to the fact that everybody understands that these places are tyrannical and that they control ideas and that they force narratives. And I use my wording is the matrix. I call them the matrix. And people say to me, why do you call them the matrix? And I say, because they project a false version of reality in real time that people subscribe to. If there wasn't an absolute blacklist on all opposing views during COVID-19, that bullshit would never have gone on for as long as it did. It went on for as long as it did. And they managed to purport a false version of reality for so long because you couldn't discuss the opposing side. We just talked about our friend here who got banned for saying something very sensible and logical. So when you get huge media companies that can literally alter reality in real time by deleting the other side of an argument, they're creating a matrix. That's what I like to call it. So I call them the source of the matrix. So people understand this, and there's huge pressure behind the dam, but the problem is people say, well, what's the alternative? And I think if someone could pave the way and put a crack in the dam by ma maintaining massive relevancy despite of a ban and still having a social media platform and presence which is respected on other platforms, I think it's going to do them significant damage. I think the pressure and the crack together is going to create something monumental. And already I've moved to Rumble. I only had 738,000 subscribers on my YouTube after five years of work. Post-ban, I moved to Rumble, which is a YouTube competitor. Stock price has gone up 36%, and I'm at, five, I'm at half a million subscribers in two weeks. So I'm about to surpass the size of my YouTube channel within a month. Um, YouTube stocks down, Rumble stocks massively up. So all in all, there's, 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 there's other avenues, but we'll see. I, I, have a, I, I certainly agree with you that what they've done to me is massively unfair. They know it's unfair. I think the reason they didn't send me an email or any confirmation of what I did wrong is because they knew they were gonna end up in court and they didn't want to be tied down to their reason. They want to stay fluid and try mm -hmm. to make up a reason on the day. Yeah. Uh, I've heard from very reliable sources that their terms of service have changed significantly post my ban. They've made up new reasons post ban. They've made a bunch of new shit. 
So it's going to be interesting, but certainly, yeah, there has to be legal ramifications for what they've done. I don't take it personally, but I do take it professionally. And you're right. They were wrong. I have no reason to be banned. My Instagram is just car. Mm. Yeah, I don't take it personally, but I do take it professionally. Mm. Very interesting right there. Um, yeah. Um, then I asked, all right, cool. Sum this up for me, Tate. If you can basically list the reasons that you were most likely canceled. We talked about uh, the platforms that took him down, basically who was the first to take him down, how necessary is social media for um, prominence these days and to have a presence. Uh, now we'll talk, I ask him, give me your list of reasons of why you think you were canceled. This is at 1547. If there were betting odds, like if we did a poll, why do you think Andrew Tate was banned from all the social media platforms? And it was misogyny, right? You know, COVID stuff, against the government, against system. If you were a betting man, where would you kind of place the odds? Oh, I already know. Everybody already knows I was banned because I talked against the system against the matrix. Just the system fine. in general. The system in general, yeah. I mean, someone compared me to Socrates, which is a, a compliment, but he was vilified. He ended up poisoning himself in Athens. And the charge against him was corrupting the youth. If you read about his poisoning and his arrest, they said he was corrupting the youth, but he wasn't corrupting them. He was inspiring them to challenge authority. He was inspiring them to think for themselves. When they were told something, instead of blindly complying, he said, look, analyze who these people are who are telling you to do X. And I even had a tweet I put out on my, I mean, I've been banned on Twitter forever, so I've been, I've been through 20 Twitter bans. I come back as undercover, whatever. But I, I've been saying for often, I said often, I said, if you have a, if you have a point of view that you are very strong, in your adherence to. If you truly believe something, you need to sit and analyze whether it's your own personal experience that makes you believe something or if something, someone else or something else has convinced you of this. And if they have, you need to then once again analyze that point of view and analyze who, this, who these people are and what they want from you. Do they truly want the best of you? If the news convinces you of something to the point where you're gonna argue with your only own family members at dinner table, does the news really care about you more than your family? This is a genuine question. You need to analyze every belief you hold, where it came from, and then analyze what their intentions are. And if you start to do that, you look at something like COVID. Yeah, so, um... The Matrix, tyrannical and controlling views. It's interesting. He compares himself to Socrates, who was basically accused of corrupt, corrupting the masculine youth. Uh, we all know that Tate's audience traditionally is young men, mm -hmm. right? And um, that is also my audience. And I'm someone that was just like, save your money, be smart with your money, focus on your money, 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 money. And since I've entered this realm, quote unquote, getting red-pilled, I've realized, all right, The Matrix wants the masculine men, the masculine youth, to just shut up and comply. Yep. Shut up and comply, do what you're told. Masculinity is no longer a, a, an amazing trait. The future is female, and uh, we don't care if you're a little bit uh, feminized, we don't care if you're uh, basically soft, we don't care if you're pudgy, we don't care if you're sitting at home all day, we don't care if you're watching porn, we don't care what you're doing, just playing video games. We do not want you to be strong and capable and a masculine person. And it's very clear that this is a message they do not want the world to know. Um, Tate said once, what do they do? They'll cancel you, then they'll throw you in jail, and then they will try to kill you. Now, he, he compares himself to Socrates, and even in another interview, he compares himself, he's getting um, letters written to him saying, being compared to the Malcolm X's of the world, mm. the JF, uh, to the MLK's of the world, to the Gandhi's of the world. But this is what happens when you try to cancel somebody that doesn't fucking give up. Mm okay, is that you're either gonna have to kill them or die trying, okay? And that basically they're turning this man into a martyr because if you kill somebody, okay, an MLK, a JFK, mm -hmm. a Abraham Lincoln, okay, a Bobby Kennedy, their legacy only gets bigger. Right. And their message only gets stronger. Yep. So word to the wise out there. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, these tyrannical governments out there. Last clip from this episode, speaking of the masculine youth, Let's address that at 1748. When you encourage people to think for themselves, especially the youth, that's what Socrates got accused of. He's corrupting the youth. 
And, and to be honest with you, a, a huge portion of my fan base were 18 to 23, 24 year old males. When you have the youth, the masculine youth of the world thinking for themselves, that's pretty scary to authority because it's the masculine youth of the world that is one, the revolutionaries, and two, also, that's the backbone of the slave force. If you need people to go die in a ditch in Afghanistan, you need them. If you need people to work bullshit jobs in a coal mine with no health care, you need them. If you need people to blindly comply to bullshit, you need them more than anybody, more than you need the feminists and the fucking the liberals. You need the, the real men to go out there and comply with the bullshit, to live a shitty existence, to purport and prop up a system. The warrior class. The warrior class, right? And if enough of these men stand in one place and say, this is enough, that's when a revolution happens. Mm -hmm. So this is the most dangerous group of the demographic that the matrix and the people are trying to control and they have to have a narrative over. And that's why they're trying to weaken them in every regard. And when I'm sitting there saying, don't listen to the bullshit, become physically strong, think for yourself, prioritize your brotherhood above what the fucking matrix is telling you. Do not blindly comply, redu you know, resist the slave mind, all these things I'm saying, they just sat there one day and said, wait, the most popular person on the planet is saying, don't listen to our bullshit. Delete. Yeah, delete. And again, when I, try to, when I say that I try to put myself in someone else's shoes, it's easy, it's, it, it, it's easy to say, all right, let me try to do that, sit down with a guy like Tate. Mm -hmm. um, but since I've been doing this content for the better part of two years, and now that after interviewing Tate, and now after being fucking canceled, mm. I completely understand what he's going through. Because he's like, all I'm trying to do is empower men to be better. Because if there's better men, that means that women will have better options and that women will be happier and the world will be a better place. But no, they don't want that shit. They will cancel your ass if you even affiliate with type of people like this. God forbid, say it yourself. So it's very scary out there. And it's very scary that a message like him, who basically 99% of his message is think for yourself, work hard, be strong, be diligent, don't be a fucking pussy, stand up for yourself, stand up for your family, have a legacy, make your money, have financial freedom. And if you do that, yes, you'll have the cars and the chicks and the trips and everything, but you need to do that first. But that's a message they don't wanna hear. They want you to be soft, they want you to be a pussy, and they want you to comply, and that's why Tate says you need to resist the slave mind. Mm. I'm getting heated over here, yeah. and I feel like it's happening in real time. Okay. But for a man resisting the slave mind, it is no longer acceptable to be average. Okay, most people are most people, and that's the problem. If you wanna be average, you do nothing. Don't read more, don't make more money, don't, don't hang out with better people, don't lift yourself up, don't go to the gym, don't put in extra work, don't work overtime, have a nine to five, go home, jerk off, play some video games, eat, sleep, repeat. You can fucking be average all you want as a guy. It's so fucking easy to be average. You know what's hard? It's hard to be a top G. Mm. It's hard to get to that point in life. It is very hard. And we spoke about that on the next interview. Now we'll talk about the interview that we just did in Romania at the compound, and we talked about not being average and why it is not acceptable these days to just be average. So let's play this clip right here. It starts at 340, Joe. Earl, better than you can. <laughs> <laughs> you probably, probably get laid faster than you advice for the guys out there. Yeah, right? just plug it in your phone. It'll do better than you do. <laughs> so that's scary, you know? And I, I think that's what the, the, the average man really needs to struggle. And I've been saying this has been my message for a very long time in all realms. I said for a very long time that life for the average man is going to get harder and harder. It's becoming more and more competitive. You need to find more and more ways to stand out and be unique. And the only way to really do those things, unfortunately, as a man, is to suffer. And that's one of the reasons I'm kind of glad that God put me in jail. Because if you look at anything that builds a man into a man, there's a degree of suffering. It's very hard to become a man and have a man who's respected and has stories and is capable when he only had a nice life and nice experiences. It's usually the things that made you the best version of you are usually the worst things that happen to you. So the demons I carry from jail, the fact that I can't sleep. The fact that I can't sleep, I've had girls say to me, you can't sleep, you need to see a psychiatrist. And I said, absolutely not. I would be furious. 
if a psychiatrist walked in here and took my demons from me. I don't care if they could fix me with a click, they're mine. And they're bestowed to me by God. And they're mine to deal with, and they're mine to fix, because that's how I become a better version of me. I would be furious if someone took them away from me. I'm glad I can't sleep. Good, I can train endlessly. That's why I'm bigger than I've ever been. I'll train every, I'm not gonna waste a minute. But all the demons that have been given to me by God, and all the problems that have been given to me by God are mine to fix. I would never ever allow anybody else to take them from me. I'd be furious. Mm -hmm. If a psychologist came in and said I could cure you, I'd say, no, thank you, I will cure myself. I don't care if it takes 10 years. I'll cure myself, that's my job. And I know that when that's done, I will be more mentally resilient than I ever would have been without you. That's the whole point of it, right? So many men say, I want to be the man, but they don't want to suffer. They don't want to fight. And I don't understand why, because even if you look at a superhero movie, they tell you, even in superhero movies, they make it very clear. Batman's parents died. That's why he's Batman. All the bad things have to happen. There's no way to get there without the bad things. I get so many emails from people complaining about their bad things. And I don't have time to reply to any of them, but if I could, I'd say, good. Good luck. Congratulations. Off you go. Of course you broke your heart. Of course you're sad. Of course you miss her. She's with me now. That's life. That's part of it. That's the only way you're going to get to that level of resilience. You can't become the man any other way. So yeah, I, I thank God for everything bad that's ever happened to me and, and all the demons. And I, I trust that he's not going to give me anything I cannot, in the end, decipher and deal with. In the end, I think it's a puzzle. And you decipher it and you work out the best way to deal with it and you internalize the good parts and you become a better and stronger and more resilient person for it. Mm -hmm. So I have to thank God for every single one of them. Well, I mean, you got to go through shit to be the shit. That's basically what it is. And, and by, the way, by the way, what you're saying is not a hypothetical. You talk about being the average man. You see this play out on dating apps these days. Have you seen what's happened, especially on Instagram and on all the dating apps, Hinge, Bumble out there? The top guys out there yeah. are getting 90% of the women, whereas the bottom guys, I think the stats are a third of men under 30 have not been laid in a year. It's being average is not acceptable anymore. At, at all. It's not acceptable anymore. And it's not, it's not acceptable in the sexual marketplace, but it's also just not acceptable, I don't think, even in life anymore. Period. You have to diversify now so much to even protect yourself. The idea that you can just could be a law-abiding citizen in a country and just work your job and be okay is gone. It's gone. If COVID doesn't prove that, I don't know what will. Yeah. Look at my situation. You have to diversify. You have to be smart enough that you have assets and friends and, and, and capability and, and lawyers and whatever all over the world now. That's the only way to protect yourself. You can't just sit within one jurisdiction and go, oh, well, but I don't speed, so it's going to be okay. I don't think it is. I think it's coming to a point where it's not going to be okay. And AI is going to make it harder and harder, again, for those average men. It's going to cool. be harder and harder. I don't think the exceptional yeah. men are ever going to suffer from AI. I think we're going to use AI. You think this... Okay. Um, wow. What a message. If I can encapsulate that, you have to go through shit in order to be the shit. Because that is what enables you to be resilient. He said, if a, a psychologist can come in and basically cure me for all the, uh, all the ills and all the troubles that I've ever dealt with in my life, I would say, get the fuck out of here, go away. I don't need that in my life. It's very interesting, that perspective. Think about that. How many people wake up every day and be like, oh, life's not fair. I got fired, my girl break up with me, my parents don't do this for me, oh, I was never given this, oh, this person's got it better than me, fuck that! You need to go through shit in order to be the shit. Any bad thing that has happened to me in my life, I've learned from it, I've grown, and I've gotten better. That's what self-improvement is all about. And it's just so interesting to see him say this, and it's, you guys, we're good? Okay. Um, it's so interesting to hear him say this, uh, because it's so freaking true. The worst things that have ever happened to me in my life, there was something better around the corner. Yeah. It's so true. Um, he speaks about resilience, and he also talks about diversification, which we're going to touch on on the second half of the episode. Diversification. Let's play this next clip about competition at 807, Joe. Right? Because the world is hyper-competitive. Every single thing in the world is competition. I don't think people realize I'm a hyper-competitive person because I understand that every single thing I want, somebody else wants. The girl I want, other people want. The car I want, other people want. The house I want, other people want. The lifestyle, the jet. Every single thing you want, somebody else wants. It's a massive competition. As a man, you have two choices. You either accept that it's a massive competition and try and play the game, or you just try and pretend it's not a competition and live in perpetual failure. Life is a game, and you need to understand how the game is played. Okay? Thank God we live in a place where competition is a great quality here in America. Thank God, the more you compete, the, the harder you try, the more that you do, the more that you bring to the table, the more value to bring, the better off you'll be, and we're still in a meritocracy, okay? And I love what he says. 
the house you want, the car you want, the girl you want, someone else wants. Yeah. Okay? I, I would always get upset with a friend. He'd always be like, yo, bro, I don't want people talking to my girl, bro. Yo, 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 don't talk to my girl. It's like, do you understand why they're talking to your girl? Yeah. It's because she's pretty. Would you rather have an ugly girlfriend that nobody wants to speak to? Okay? Mm. No. I like when people try to talk to my girl. Now, it's my girl's job to be like, excuse me, I'm here with my man. That's on her. Right. Okay? But if nobody likes the house that you're living in, nobody's going to come try and buy it. Nobody likes the car that you're driving. People are going to fucking be like, well, look at that loser over there. Yeah. Okay? So people like nice things. It's a competition out there. We live in a competitive environment. The nicer the thing is, more people are going to want it. So what can you do about it? Improve in order to get those things. Right. Last clip right here. We talk about something that I'm thinking about uh, quite often these days, Nat, mm. uh, when I find the right lady taking applications out Aww. there. And that is... Having kids. Go ahead. Aww. Guys, hold on, real quick. Guys, what's I going on? They'll be okay. Keep you always say the future looks bright. Okay, then we can't I mean, be, you must like, be concerned. You've got four kids. I would have 20 okay. more right now if I could. Oh, I would have 20 more kids right now. I don't know how you feel about it. I'd have 20 more kids right now if I could. Absolutely, absolutely love children. There's nothing bad about having children. The only thing I wish I did is start earlier. It's the only, the only thing I wish I did was yeah, Well, listen, right now, I don't know if you know, if you need some inspiration, there's this guy named Al Pacino. <laughs> I saw that. Who had a kid at 82. I saw that. 29 years old, and De Niro had it at 79. Wow. Well, so you know, it's never too late. Never too late. You, so if you got the testosterone level 32, I'm sure you can have 20 more Can you plan that? Yes. I'll be okay. Manek is an application which allows you to take a oh, minute to connect with Oh, by the way, quick shout out to Manek real quick. <laughs> My name is shout Andrew out. Tate, and I'm available to speak directly to you on Manek. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So real quick, uh, deviating from the path, I don't know if you caught what PBD said right there. Uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro just had kids in their 80s. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about the difference between a man and a woman, which we're going to discuss a little bit right now, you have top G's out there, some of the greatest actors of all time. People will say that Pacino's a little bit better than De Niro. I don't know. I'm more of a De Niro guy. It's fine. We don't need to discuss that right now. But the top guys out there can have kids in their fucking 80s. You got Chelsea Handler coming, up, coming after me, talking shit about me because she's 48 and she can no longer have kids. Because the rules are different, bitch. Fair enough. Sorry. But Kourtney Kardashian's pregnant now. She's 44. Kourtney Kardashian's <laughs> pregnant? How much money do you think she spent on that? For sure. She's having a no drummer's doubt. baby. No doubt. But I, it, you're valid. It, it, you know, men can have children at a way later age. I yeah, told you. It, I know a guy who was like 72 that had a, exactly. Had a kid too. Exactly. Oh. Is Kris Jenner having fucking kids? I don't no. think so. That thing is dried up. <laughs> um, anyway, I didn't mean Sorry. to go there right now. But we just talked about him, his kids, motivating him. Right. Um, awesome stuff. There's one more clip, two more clips I want to get to. Before we move on to another message, uh, good men stand up against the evil. Take Go a ahead. deep breath. No, I'm good. I'm fired up. Fired up, pumped up, excited. I can't give up. I know what I'm doing is good. I know what I'm teaching is good. I know people don't like it, but I know I'm not teaching anything that's bad. And yeah, I want my children to be happy, but I have daughters too. And how do you make sure that your daughters are secure and have a good future? Well, I think you do that by building good men. How else do you do it? My daughter is mine now, but she won't be mine forever. She's going to marry somebody. I like the idea of her marrying a good man with honor and principle, a man like me. I don't want to marry some idiot. So they call me a misogynist, and I'm anti-woman. I'm pro-woman. The, the best way you can improve the lives of women is, is make men better men, better at being men. Because when a man is a good man, he's good for all of society, including women. He's good for everyone around him when he's good at being a man. So I feel like I'm helping them as well by extension. And it's difficult. And yeah, I, 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 I can't say with honesty that I strongly considered giving up. It never crossed my mind. It, it, it was there for a second. Do I need to do this? And after like half a second, it was like, yeah, I do. I, I don't know why. I can't, I, it doesn't make logical sense. So kids didn't. Love that. I love that so, clip. I love you know, that You clip. know who, fa who made the, the, the quote, never give up, never give up, famous, never ever give up? Jimmy Valvano, who was dying of cancer, and his, his team, NC State, won the national championships oh. in the early 80s. Never give up. 
Now Tate's basically reverberating this exact same message to the people. Do you know how easy it would be to fucking roll over and die if you're Andrew Tate? Yeah. Your assets seized, you're thrown in jail, your socials are gone, your payment processes are gone, your fucking Bugatti is no longer in the driveway. <laughs> but does he give up? No. Yeah. Okay, so you, I, I can't tell you how many people I get messages. Shout out to Manect, by the way. Yep. Shout out to Manect. I get messages from people on Manect. I don't know, man, Saz, I'm kind of thinking about giving up, thinking about, I don't know, life is so hard. Do not give up, guys. It's so easy to give up. It's so much better and so much harder to keep going. So, um, and I love what he said about the way to make happier women is to make better men. Yes. Okay, I love asking a poll to asking women, oh, I think Andrew Tate is a misogynist. Mm -hmm. I think he's a, he's a little too offensive to women. Oh yeah, would you rather have an Andrew Tate in your life or a Dylan Mulvaney? <gasps> yeah, I'll take a Tate. Tate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. The, they are diametrically opposed binary options of what's happening in society today. You got Dylan fucking Mulvaney. <laughs> Around. Or you got Andrew Tate. Pick a path. <laughs> I would much rather be a Tate than a Mulvaney. Please. Okay? I'm not even going to use the word Dylan because I like the name too fucking much. Aw. Okay. Um, <laughs> then we talk about tolerance. Okay? Mm. How about they want you to be tolerant of everything. All right, be tolerant of this. Cool, of course. Be tolerant of that. All right, sure, why not? Be tolerant of this. Hold on, what's that all about? No, you had to be tolerant. Mm. All right, you need to be tolerant of this. Hold on, now you got... What? But tolerant, be tolerant. I understand, I, I'll be tolerant to an extent. Let's talk about tolerance. PSYOP, I've never heard this. What, it's short for psychological operations? Correct. Break that down, what, what exactly is a PSYOP? Yeah, a PSYOP is, is, is the matrix as a whole. It's like psychological, psychological operations are constant. They constantly decide how they want you to think and what they can do to make you believe that, right? And there's a whole bunch of them they do. But it starts with tolerance. That's what I don't like about this whole guise of tolerance. It's not that I'm an intolerant person. It's not that I'm a bad person. It's not that I want to hurt other people. But when they keep pushing tolerance, what they're trying to say is I have no standards or barriers or parameters or anything. That's what they want. You have to be tolerant. Tolerant of what? Tolerant of having your shop set on fire. Tolerant of your kids being taught things you don't want. Tolerant of crime. Tolerant of your house being broken. They're tolerant of what? You're not allowed any hard barrier or any hard parameters as a man anymore. That's why they push tolerance. That's the beginning of it. That's the first stage. Once you accept absolute tolerance, well then it's the end, isn't it? I'm tolerant of everything. I'll eat the bugs. Sure. You'll tolerate everything. I'll tolerate everything. I'm tolerant. Sure. So when I, I say things like I'm intolerant to certain things and people think that's bad, no, you need to have standards and parameters. And that's one of the reasons they also attack me. I, I say that men should be allowed to have standards and parameters in a relationship and in their lives. We should be allowed to decide who we want to marry. And we should have standards for her. They have standards for us. We should allow ourselves to have standards for her. We should have standards in what we'll accept from a government and standards in what we'll accept from a police force. We should have standards as men. But they're trying to erode all of that. Because once that's gone, then your brain is completely empty. And then once your brain's empty, they can just plug in the slave program and then, then it's over. Right? You're, you're a tolerant person. You're a tolerant person. Good. You're a good slave. Slaves are exceptionally tolerant. So the shirt you wear is what? Escape the slave mind? Resist the slave Resist mind. the slave mind. Resist. What does that mean exactly? It's a better word. Resist. Manek is an application which allows you to take a minute Another to connect shout out to influencers right from all around the world. Yeah, talking about tolerance. Tate, and I'm available to and speak directly to you on Manek. So having standards. I say this all the time. How many women do you think I've interviewed in the last two years? Ten years? Oh, thousands. Thousands, thousands of women. Thousands, yeah. Thousands, thousands of women. We do the whole 666 thing. Yeah. Rank what you want uh, in a woman or in a man, what you're looking for in a man. And they all say, well, I want them to be rich and I want them to be successful and I want them to be funny and I want them to be nice, but not too nice because I want them to be tough and I want them to be tough, but I don't want them to be too enough. I want them to be get along with puppies, but I also want them to, to kill a burglar. I want them <laughs> to be charming and I want them to pay for dinners and I want them to open the door, but don't touch me too soon. I've got so many fucking checklists of what you want for a man. But as a man, if you want some standards, if you want a couple things, you're like, yeah, I don't want my girl to be a hoe. I don't want to be twerking on Instagram. I want her to be in shape. Yeah, and I'd like to uh, have a sandwich every once in a while. I'd like to have <laughs> sex with my girl. What? You have standards? That's unacceptable. So why is it acceptable for a woman to have a whole checklist of standards, but the guy's three standards he wants, basically being beautiful, 
friendly, in shape, and being not a hoe is somehow a bad thing. So the double standard is real and it's reeking. So uh, speaking of tolerance, let's shift gears here. You wanted me to take mm. a break? We'll take a quick break. By the way, do you have any super chats you want to get to? Um, yeah, I can Right now, and then we'll get, we'll get to the second half of this real yes. quick. Yes, all right. By Sounds the way, great good. job to Joey on there on the ones and twos. Yes, great job, Joey. Thank you, Adam. Fake I Drake. appreciate you, buddy. Fake Drake. All right. Thank you guys for this super chat. So we'll go through them. We've got Johnny with the first one. He said Matrix Attack. Uh, then we got Demons Row. Um, he said, funny how they go after Trump and Tate at the same time. Two of the most loved on the web, but looking for, uh, but looking at Natalia makes me feel better. <laughs> Great show sauce. Uh, then we have uh, TRC in the chat. He said, my account TRC group 20 out of 23 was canceled too. We've got this guy, 9947. Um, did you apologize to Tate? And his family about uh, when he asked you not to in confidence? I know. Then yeah, we, had, we just spoke about that. Yeah, That's been addressed. That. Thank you for that. Yes. Then we've got Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke in the chat. Uh, he said, Nat and Adam, do y'all plan on going to Rumble? It might be the next wave. Uh, um, I don't know about that yet, but we do respect Rumble a lot. Yes. Uh, and then we have uh, BB uh, L. Duke. This is my punishment for grifting 80% of subs from Tate. Um, BS. Andrew and Tristan will be best buddies together in jail. Maybe they'll get closer. Put the top G, GLBT. Uh, then we have Baby De Luke. In your own house is where you're most likely to encounter violence if your man is in your 20s living on your own. Then we have Alice Walker. Sauce, have you seen the leak war room chat logs talking about PH uh, DCAMS course? Pretty nasty and illegal stuff, just saying. Then we have Ermy World 2004. So you have to be a good man. Uh, you start the web camming, is it? That's all the chats we have. Let me all right. If we have Shout out ones. to the chats. Thank you. Nat is reading all the chats, guys. I the good, the bad, the, the ugly. Yeah, I'm Nat does them. see your L's for love in the chats. Respect. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys being here. Um, and uh, again, this is not necessarily a dating episode. This isn't necessarily a financial episode, but we're going to discuss that in a second right now. Um, and I also want to be full disclosure. I want, to, I want you to show mm -hmm. um, what was also uh, on my Instagram the day that I was canceled. Right. Because it wasn't just clips of tape. I want to be real. Those were the pictures mm -hmm. that I posted. Those were the images, the posts, but I also had some stories. So that week, right after Romania, oh, yeah. I flew to Jerusalem, to Tel Aviv. There was a wedding, a family friend of mine, and I took my mother. It was her first time going to Israel in 30 years. Good son, a mensch is what it's called. Yeah. And I took my mom on a trip, and I um, was walking around Jerusalem. It was very interesting, uh, very traditional, awesome. The, the Jerusalem is broken up into four quarters. There's the Jewish quarter, there's the Muslim quarter, there's the Christian quarter, and there's the Armenian quarter. All four separate but equal quarters, but they meet in the middle, the epicenter, in Jerusalem. So I went to each of these entry points. I went to the Armenian area, I went to the Armenian church. Shout out to PBD, shout out to Tigran, shout out to the Armenians out there. Uh, got some gifts in the Armenian. I went to the Muslim area, mm. got some snacks there, uh, took my mom there. Uh, she didn't like the smoke, so we got out of there, but they were smoking the hookahs. I was like, Mom, you mind if I hit the hookah a little bit? She's like, Not now, okay. All right, fine, did that later. Um, <laughs> Uh, went to the Christian quarter, saw um, the, the sacred uh, sepulchral church that, mm. that is there. Awesome. And then I went to the Jewish quarter. Um, and in the Jewish quarter, very interesting, they basically make you enter um, by men or by women. 
Mm. Okay, there's no third option right there. Very interesting. So I filmed this video while on the gates of Jerusalem entering the Jewish quarter. Watch this video. This is the men's entrance. This is the women's entrance. A lot of confused people would have a hard time getting into the gates of Jerusalem. Dylan Mulvaney, which one you go with, buddy? <laughs> so, comedy, funny. But again, this was on my stories the day that I got canceled. So there's a very high likelihood, I think it is because of Tate. But there's a few clips I'm gonna show you that I posted that day, because this is something that's near and dear to me. It's like the whole minute, like the L, the, the G, the B, the T, all good. It's the T stuff that people are questioning these days. I have gay friends, I have lesbian friends, I have bi, Q friends, all good. The T stuff is where things kind of get a little, uh, yeah. a little antsy right there. Dave, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle said it best. So that was on my Instagram story that day. Again, I want you guys to be judge, jury, executioner. Are these videos that I'm posting, these satirical videos, a cancelable event? Okay, so that was the first one, there's two more. So then I was on the beach in Tel Aviv and they have um, separate days that the men and women can go to the beach in the religious area in Tel Aviv. Let's roll that clip, Joe. So I'm at the beach here in Tel Aviv, right? And this particular pool, beach that I'm in, listen to the sign here, it says, Welcome to an authorized gender alternating beach. Gender alternating up, beach. Meaning, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the guys can go. Wow. And Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday, the women can go. Different days of the week are the men and women allowed on the beach. Mm. With all the gender stuff that's going on these days, listen, you do you, you know, the trans community, you do you. In certain parts of the world, there's only two things going on, apparently. Men and women. This is what's going, they got rules about this. This isn't me, I'm just reading a sign here, guys. Is this a sign of the times, I guess is the question. Let me know. So again, this is what I'm posting on the day that I get canceled. Yeah. The Tate stuff's going on, I left Romania, I'm in Israel. I'm filming stuff like this. This is me at the freaking beach reading a sign. Mm -hmm. But we all know that the Rainbow Mafia is real and they will come after your ass if they don't like what you have to say. So there I am right there. So then I asked that question. Okay, cool. And then as I'm walking down the beach of Tel Aviv, I stroll along the next area of the beach. Let's play that clip. Mm. One more update from Tel Aviv. You might have seen the signs, uh, the flags on top of my head. Sorry, I almost got ran over by, by a biker. <laughs> but next to the gender alternating beach is, wait for it, drum roll, here we go, the gay beach, where the gays go. And hey, listen, no offense to the gays, do, do you guys, like, all good. More ladies for the rest of us dudes, all good. Just very interesting that the gender alternating traditional beach, the most traditional you could possibly get separating men and women, the beach next to it is the gay beach. This, this is life, my friends. Oh, I thought I was done with the gay beach. I thought I was done with the gay beach. <laughs> There's way more gay beach. 
You gay guys would love it here. Shout out to my gay friends. I mean, if you want to go to a great gay beach, you go to the Tel Aviv beach. There's a plenty of room for you to do your thing. So there I am on the gates of Jerusalem saying basically there's a man and a woman entrance. Dylan Mulvaney, which one are you going to do? Yeah. I go to the gender alternating uh, beach in Tel Aviv. Basically, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is men's day. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, woman's day. And on uh, Sunday, they rest, I guess. I don't know what's going on there. All right, cool, no big there, just no big deal, reading a sign. And then I go by the gay beach and I'm saying, hey, yeah, you gay guys would love it here. Yeah. Come on by. Now I'm wondering, holy shit, is this the reason I was canceled? Mm. Is discussing stuff like this? No. Is this cancelable? No. I don't know. No. But this is what, full disclosure, was on my Instagram the day that I was canceled. I'm giving it a 98% chance it has to do with Tate. There's mm -hmm. a 2% chance someone's saying, I don't like you talking about the gender stuff. I think that your whole experience there was like a little cherry on top for them to cancel you. You think they're going through my stuff like yes, that? Yes, a thousand percent. Are you kidding me? After that interview that you guys did with the Tates, everybody's all on your feed, on your Instagram, who you're following. Everyone's creeping through your profile right now. So you're at like a high. That's why you saw a 1.3 million accounts reach because your account is being mm. so much active. And I think the things that you just posted there, that was just the thing to like tip it over the iceberg, mm -hmm. honestly. All right, so what's the likelihood it was Tate stuff? What's the, what's the likelihood it was? Uh, I think it was LGBT type stuff. 95% Tate and the rest was. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? Yeah. I think it was mostly Tate. I think they're just trying to really send a message to people that want to be associated with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can we do a poll out there? Do you think I was canceled by Instagram because mm. of being affiliated with Tate for things I'm saying about LGBTQ whatever? LGBTQ. Or is there something else out there? They just don't like my stupid face. I don't know. But I think it also, like you said, because you're not a crazy amount of followers, you're like that right in the middle. Like if you got a message, you're like, oh, this seems legit. I think that's where like yeah. they, out of all of those in that picture with Pat, both the Tates and you, yeah. you were the target like, oh, well, let's get that one. Yeah, well, they already got the other two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's what's going on right there. So, you know, I don't know how it works. They talk about this terms of service mm. and you're violating terms of service. I don't think anybody's ever read Too much the reading. terms of service. <laughs> Uh, but the, the, the terms of service that I abide by in life, and it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer in America today, the terms of service that I think most people would like to abide by is something called the First Amendment. Yes. It's something called freedom of speech. And, um, you know, as I'm getting canceled, I'm thinking, like, all right, this is what's going on right there. You know, we interview all these people that have been canceled. I have friends that have been canceled. Uh, you know, the First Amendment is something that I, I'm becoming more of like a free speech absolutist. Mm. You know, what's the famous quote from Voltaire? Can we pull that up? You know, I disapprove of what you say, but will defend to your death the right to say it. Yeah. I'm becoming more and more and more this person. Listen, you know, uh, freedom of speech is not to protect the things that you like people hearing. It's, mm -hmm. it's to protect the things that you don't like people say right it's just very interesting this is what's happening right now so shout out to the french philosopher voltaire hundreds of years ago mm -hmm. me remixing that right now but this freedom of speech thing and canceling people and deplatforming people how long is this going to go for did you hear what youtube did a couple weeks ago about 
So basically, you know, there were so many people that were deplatformed during COVID, demonetized, canceled during COVID, for basically questioning the narrative. Mm. There were so many people um, locked up, thrown in jail, demonetized, deplatformed, canceled for questioning the election, questioning the election. But what we've learned is the more that you silence people, the more that you don't allow people to ask questions, the more fury their argument grows with. So uh, here's, the, here's what YouTube came out with the other day. YouTube will no longer um, deny 2020 election denial and content. They will no longer, uh, they will now allow, go, go back up, they will now allow 2020 election denialism content. Basically saying if you want to put out content that's basically questioning the election, they will no longer censor you or cancel you. I don't believe that. Well, that's what they said. That's what they came out with. I don't believe with. that. So they just canceled you. Like that's YouTube though. So that's what YouTube. That's YouTube. Correct. This was Instagram. Mm. I got canceled on Instagram. Luckily for YouTube, they're still allow us to do our thing. They're probably still gonna have that little warning sign that comes up though. All right, but that's the whole thing. Warnings are fine. Yeah. Strikes are fine mm -hmm. to an extent, but just canceling you, deplatforming you with no reason, no validity, no inquiry, no questioning is very problematic. So, you know, um, here's what I've learned. You know, um, over the last handful of years, uh, you know, there were people that got canceled and I'd be like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that, bro. Mm. And they'd be like, well, I wanted to say it. And I'd be like, ah, you know, you know the rules. And I'd be that person being like, yeah, mm. you don't want to push the envelope. You know they could cancel you. Mm. You know the rules. Um, and I take that back and I basically do a mea culpa because it's like these people are basically stating their beliefs. And it's like where are we at today if someone can't basically say, state their beliefs? Mm. You know, whether it's election stuff, January 6th stuff, COVID stuff, freaking UFOs, freaking JFK, flat earthers. I think you're completely wrong. But if you want to be a flat earther, go ahead, bruh. Okay, I don't think you should be silenced for your views. And it basically made me think of a very famous quote because a lot of times people will only act when it affects them. And that's a little too late because you need to be basically standing up for the freedom of speech and the First Amendment before it happens to you. So it makes me think of this quote, Pastor Martin Nemolier, okay? Um, there was a poem that he wrote, um, and I'd like to read that quote. He says, first they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. But then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was, a so was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. And then they came for me, and then there was no one left to speak out for me. So me, as a canceled Jew... I should have spoken out for the people denying the COVID stuff. I should have spoke out for the people denying the election. I should have spoke out for people basically saying, hey, I don't like what's going on here. But it didn't affect me, so I didn't stand, say anything. But that's not how it works, and I've learned that lesson the hard way. And I've learned that lesson before I was canceled, because I've been defending the freedom of speech for a while now, especially since when Elon Musk took over Twitter and we saw what happened in the Twitter files. Okay? There's been a clear clear censorship of people. And that's why platforms like Spotify, like Rumble, like Twitter are vital today, okay? And it's incumbent upon you 
to speak out when you see something wrong, even if it doesn't affect you. Okay? And this quote by um, Nemoliere, pastor, was his, basically this quote right here. It was because in Germany, it was his belief that the Germans had been complicit through their silence in the Nazi imprisonment, persecution, and murder of millions of people. He felt that it's especially true of the leaders of the Protestant churches. Hey, they're not coming after me. I'm just going to not say anything. Hey, they're coming after those people. I'm not going to say anything. Hey, this doesn't really affect me. I'm not going to say anything. Hey, they're now they're coming after you. Who's going to speak for you? Nobody. So this is how I feel right now. And um, it's um, with freedom of speech. You know, again, I'm asking you guys to be the judge and the jury. Um, restri restrictions to freedom of speech. You let me know if I broke any of this. Fighting words defamation, incitement, obscenity, true threats, or invasion of privacy. Those are the only restrictions to free speech. Did I break any of those no. with anything that I was saying, no. anything I was posting with Tate? That's what that is. So um, again, I'm asking you guys to be the jury, the judge, the executioner. Should I have been canceled from Instagram for the post that I'm doing? No. So what's the answer here, though? Um, the answer is, ironically, Tate touched on it, diversification. Mm. Diversification in life. Um, no longer, I used to be on only one platform. I was on Instagram. I, like, I was that dude yeah. that had no other channels. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have, I mean, this is before Snapchat. This was before um, I was even doing anything on YouTube. Um, this is before Twitter was even a thing. All I had was Instagram. And someone told me, dude, you can't just be on Instagram. Mm. You gotta diversify. Okay, and I said, okay, why is that? You know, I was, I was doing pretty good on Instagram, especially at the time. They said, dude, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Rumble, Reddit, Twitch, the list goes on and on. If you're out there and you're only on Instagram, dude, you got to diversify. I've just mm -hmm. learned the hard way. Yeah. Could you imagine if I didn't have a YouTube channel to speak like this right now? What would happen? Right. Holy freaking shit. So on your socials, you need to diversify. In the money world where I come from, I talk about diversification of your money, okay? You can't just have cash. You can't save your way to becoming a millionaire. You need to invest your way. So whether that's through stocks, whether that's through index funds, whether that's through mutual funds, whether that's through ETFs if you're retiring and you, and you lean more towards bonds, real estate, REITs, which I do. If you're a real estate investor, shout out to you guys. Crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whether it's gold, card. And then here's another one, income streams. Okay, no longer can you just be reliant on one income stream. God forbid you get fired from your job. Now, with that being said, don't be a generalist, be a specialist, have a niche, be something that you're known for, have a specialty, but you should also have a side hustle. You can't just be basically saying, oh, this job's gonna be forever, nothing's ever gonna happen, nothing's ever gonna happen to my industry, nothing's ever gonna happen to my career, who knows what's gonna happen. Diver diversification, diversification of assets, diversification of socials, diversification of assets. I can't tell you how many people I've interviewed. We've done the crypto. I've been going to uh, crypto Bitcoin conferences since 2017, 2018, so the better half of five years. And I can't tell you how many people I've interviewed and I say, what's your asset allocation strategy? They're like, I'm 100% in on crypto. 100%. I'm all in on crypto. Uh, I, I believe crypto to the moon. I said, all right, cool. You don't have any cash. There's like very little cash. Yeah. Just enough to pay the rent. And, um, but I'm all in on crypto. I said, all right, how's that working? What's going on, guys? No, no, go ahead. It's just Pat's coming. Okay. Coming. We're going to have to figure, figure this stuff out. Um, those people are basically, um, 
Hello, sir. PBD. We're live. We're live. You want to yes. say hi? Do you want to say hi? Come. Guys, we got a special guest in the house. I don't know. Quickly. I mean, just, yeah, come right there. I mean, yeah, right actually, there. Actually, if we no. want, we can actually. Oh, PBD, you got your back right there. This. What's it that came right there? Guys, special guest right here special on the podcast. This here. gentleman just showed up in the rain. Hey, sir. We're just talking about me getting canceled from Instagram. But not being a victim, sir. No. Empowering message. That's not our DNA. What is this? Get out of here. It's here. And if you would like to present it oh, to Mr. Sauskas. VT Money. Oh, snap. Yes. Uh, they give you a little. Wow. No. Look at this. Very Look cool. At can we get a, can we get can a camera on that one? Jorge. Here we go. Que pasó, Jorge? Bam. Nice. 100K. Uh, you right. guys are about to cross 200, 200. We'll keep it going. Yes. Thank you, sir. Soon a million. Awesome. So I want to thank PBD for this. But I want to thank you guys for this. This mm. is what it's all about, no? Yes. 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 What a meeting we had today. People only knew. Yes, yes. literally. Knew. I know. People have no clue what we're about to announce. Yes. If you only knew yep. what is taking place. Anyways, I'll leave you guys alone. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank you so yes. much. Appreciate you guys. Yay. Guys, you never know who's going to drop in here yes. on the Sauscast, all right? We love it. We, the, we got a, a soaking wet PBD coming in the house, <laughs> presenting me with a 100,000 plaque. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for being uh, subscribers, listeners, followers. Yes. We appreciate you. Uh, it starts with the man on the top, yep. and it comes down to me over here, and then I break it down over here to Natalia Delvawi over there. Yeah, we'll do some, uh, <laughs> do some stuff like that. So we're talking about diversification. Yes. Um, diversification. We talked about it on socials, why you need to diversify your platforms, because you never know. Right. Instagram, Jorge, I'm going to teach you how to whisper at the end of the show, but we'll deal with that later. <laughs> um, next thing you know, diversify your money. Okay, how about this? Diversification of your friends. All right? Um, mm -hmm. Back in the 90s, we did, a pla we did an episode on this, uh, basically the, what's plaguing young men these days. Back in the 90s, back in my day, 55% of men have had six, six or more close friends, okay? So half of men had six or more close friends, mm. right? So half of men had a half a dozen friends. Wow. Today, only 27% of men have more than six friends. People have less friends than ever, wow. okay? And 10% have zero friends, no friends. You know how they say, no new friends, yeah. no new friends. Said, no, you're my friend. That only <laughs> counts if you have current existing friends, <laughs> you can't go around saying no new friends. Right. If you don't have friends, what's going on over there? Not too sure. Time? Time. Okay, cool. Um, chaos today around here, guys. Um, biz contacts. 85% um, of jobs are filled through networking. Meet people. Mm -hmm. Get your ass out there. Women. We did the whole thing with Myron on Fresh and Fit. Yes. They, each of the girls, they, they were asked, how many uh, women, what do, you, what do you project most women's body count? Five, 10, 15, 20, some girls said 100. It's like, holy shit. Now, here was the question. Do you prefer a man who has more or less experience than you? Every single hand went up and said, yes, man with more experience. So get some diversification of the women department, mm. okay? I say this all the time. Test drive as many cars as possible before you buy the car that you're gonna drive the rest of your life. Yeah. Test drive as much as possible. Have friends, have women, have business contacts, diversify your money, diversify your socials. Because at any given point, your girl could leave you, Instagram could cancel you, your Bitcoin can go to fucking zero. Diversification. Um, go up and talk to that girl. Go up and say what's up to that dude. Go up and approach that business contact. 
get out there. Mm -hmm. That is the message of the day. You can't just rely on the one girl, on the one business contact, the one social platform, because at any given moment, poof, gone, canceled, deplatformed, demonetized, you take half your shit. Mm. Yeah, Yikes. that's how that happens. But at the end of the day, relationships are key to life. All right, we'll get to the super chats. Um, so now me, um, I'm hitting up people right now that I haven't asked for a favor ever in my life. And I've only been, been true friends with these people or true allies with these people or true contacts with these people. And I say, hey, do you know anybody that can possibly get my Instagram back? They said, I got you, Saz, let me see what I can do. Mm. Let me see what I can do. Never asked them for one favor, always added value, never been a leech, always been a good person. And now we'll see if karma can come back to help me. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But thank God I have a great platform right here on YouTube uh, with Valuetainment on the Sazcast that I'm not just basically restricted to Instagram. So, um, you know, they say that, uh, you know, social media is to socializing like reality TV is, is to reality. Right. You know, reality and relationships are really what matters. This is great. This is awesome. This is great. But get out there and do something in the presence of real life humans and create those relationships. Okay. Um, so what am I doing at this point? Um, happy ending here. Let's try to do a happy ending yes. to all this. Thank you, Pat, for presenting to me. Yes. Uh, here's what I'm not doing. I'm not blaming. I'm not sobbing. I'm not being a victim. I'm not depressed. The day that I found out that I was canceled, I was at a fucking wedding. I was doing the fucking Jewish dance with huh? people finding out, <laughs> doing the, mm. the, I, I, the chairs, the dances, oh, yeah. the horror. Shout out to the horrors out there. The horror. <laughs> While getting canceled, I'm like, dude, I'm not letting this rain on my parade. I'm having a good time, okay? But I, I, I implore you, I say play the long game as a man because it's incumbent for you to go through shit and strive to, to basically deliver value to the marketplace so you become the man. Mm. You need to go through shit in order to beat the shit. I showed you my Instagram in 2012, I started zero yeah. followers. I, the day that I crossed 100,000 canceled, while I'm doing the fucking hora at a Jewish wedding. Not that kind of hora. That was later that night. So <laughs> practicing stoicism, realizing that, hey, the best of times, the worst of times, I got to stay even keeled, calm, cool, collected. Mm -hmm. I can't freak out right now. I didn't text anybody. I didn't call anybody. I said, let me just enjoy myself right here. Mm -hmm. My socials got taken away. My actual life didn't get taken away. Right. Okay? Take got canceled. He didn't get thrown in jail yet. Then he got thrown in jail. Now it's time to call somebody. Yeah. Help. Okay? Help. I'm developing deeper convictions. I understand what I stand for now, mm -hmm. what I'm gonna fight for right now, what I believe in now, and I'm gonna express gratitude and count my blessings for what I do have, not what I don't have. That's the problem I feel like in America today is a lot of people say, oh, I don't have this. And they basically focus on what they don't have and not what they do have. I have such an amazing life and it's only getting better. Okay, I've got an awesome family that loves me. I've got friends that love me. I've got subscribers, viewers, followers that find value in what we do. Mm -hmm. I have a great network. I've got financial freedom. Do what I want to do. Go where I want to go. Be who I want to be. Those are amazing things because I put in 10 years of work when I had zero followers on Instagram. Right. And now the fact that I go back to zero, I'm still who I am. Yeah. So that's a great thing. So especially if you don't live in America, you have zero excuses. 
You have zero excuses. You have zero excuses for not being successful. You have zero excuses for not being accomplished. We have zero uh, excuses of not making something in your life. We still live in the greatest country on earth. Yes. So I, take, I do not take that for granted. Every day I wake up and I say a mantra and I'm like, thank you for having me fight another day. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting me do what I want to do another day. Thank you. I don't know if I just came back from Israel and Jerusalem and Hashem out there and I'm just even more uh, spiritual and blessed. But um, there was a time later in my life I would look at myself and I was like, bro, you're 30 pounds out of shape. You're overweight. You're a mess. Get your life together. And I had to do that. And here I am with the show right now. So uh, to, the, to the people out there, the message out there, I'm usually fun. I'm usually joking. I'm usually jovial. Uh, this is a little bit more serious episode because I got canceled. Mm. But I feel, for some reason, I feel better today than I did the day, the day when I had my Instagram. I don't know why. Mm. But something good is going to happen from this. I just know it. Yeah. There it is. So if there's something bad happening in your life, you don't have money right now, your girl broke up with you, you're fat, you're out of shape, you're balding, you're a loser, whatever, it's on you. Nobody's coming to save you. Shout out to the bald community. Just shave your head, grow a beard. You'll be a fucking stud. Jason <laughs> oh Statham. God. All good. I see Joey laughing. But we all have our, we all have our, we all have our, uh, we all have our issues. And let me just give uh, one quick shout out. You know who I learned a lot of this from? Where? As contentious as, I, as a relationship I had with my father, my father was born with cerebral palsy. Mm. Okay? His brain worked, but his body didn't work. People, didn't you would think that, that from, a, uh, from a young age that he had a stroke. Yeah. He was a big dude, domineering dude. Talked very funny, walked very funny, never made excuses. Built a business, hired people. He basically was like, listen, I get up and I work every single fucking day. You're going to sleep and you're going to feel bad for yourself because you got pimples on your face, you're a 16-year-old kid, mm. or that girl didn't want to fucking text you back, or the college you wanted to get into didn't accept you, you're going to fucking cry for yourself. I've got cerebral palsy, homie. Mm. Okay? And he never felt like the victim. Okay? So there's so many people out there, this victim mentality, it's so easy to be like, oh... They canceled me, yeah. everything I've worked for. Oh, I lost my job, everything that I wanted. My dream girl didn't text me back. Just be thankful that you're alive. Right. And that you're living in the United States of America or wherever you are in the world. Yeah. You know, we see immigrants all day, every day, thankful to make it to here to America. And uh, we see people in America ashamed of being Americans. Yeah. So my message is a powerful one. How funny is this? On the day that I get canceled, I'm doing an yes. episode not talking about being a victim. I get presented exactly. with 100,000 subscribers uh, plaque. Awesome. Yay. Now we're on our way to 200,000. Yeah. Next Make stop, sure. a million. Yep. Subscribe, we're not stopping everyone. here, buddy. Yep. With that being said, I mean, not give, a, give a little plug to subscribe. I mean, yeah, just... make sure you guys like and subscribe. Be a part of, you know, us getting these plaques because this is also a representation of you guys. This is a, re a representation of the community that we're building here, you know, being that voice um, that can be canceled on other platforms. So we appreciate all of you who helped contribute to this, and we're excited for what's ahead uh, when it comes to the other plaques and the journey that we have. Yeah, and thank you, uh, YouTube. Yeah. For not canceling me. Go, YouTube. Yeah. Like so, the video <laughs> like to show video. that you love YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah, shout out to YouTube <laughs> yes. for not being that dude. Yes. Um, but yeah, if if your only platform out there is Instagram, diversify. I, I, I implore you to diversify, because at any given moment, boof, you're gone. Boof. Let's get to the super chats. We'll wrap up. Okay, let me go through chats. All right, so I'm gonna go through the chats, but the backwards up. So we have uh, Thais Costa, proud of you, my man. Adam is becoming a beast. Now you need a pit bull puppy. 
then we have Uno. Um, C Handler used her connects to get you booted from IG. Big Tech needs to be, we, uh, ah, needs to be demonopolized. Conspiracy <laughs> It wasn't Tate. It wasn't the, the Rainbow Mafia. It was Mafia. your ex-girlfriend. My ex-girl Chelsea. Because I don't call her back and I don't text her back. And she's Aww. too old for me. All right. She said, I'm calling them wow. up right now. Cancel his ass. Cancel this mofo. <laughs> Chelsea, didn't even think of that. Shout out yeah, to that guy. Yeah, shout out to you. Uh, then we did a poll. It was uh, Adam canceled because of the Tate interview? 83% said yes and 16% said no. Then we have uh, this one, Uncle Luke. We love you. Uh, I'd have to agree with Lil Nat on this one. It was both, but mainly Tate's interview. That was the main reason they canceled you and your rainbow comments solidified their agenda, unfortunately. Uh, then we have uh, Thais again. He said, we are the pitbull people around the world. Never give up. Adam is a barbarian. Thank you. Boxer. A gentleman uh, barbarian. Yes, gentleman barbarian, of course. Uh, then we have, there we go. Okay, Jorge's on it. <laughs> then we have Thais again. Adam, my friend, I like how you're becoming better. The barbarian Chico Lopez. <laughs> oh, Chico Lopez. I love Chico Lopez, bro. The great guy. That's a pitbull. Then we have uh, Bebe uh, Luke, the Duke. Uh, Mercy Palestine. Uh, then we have No Name, Adam, Rumble Nidja. One can live stream to both. Then we have Thais again. Adam, you are top G, Chico Lopez. We pitbulls never give up. Chico Lopez, go. You're the go. And then we have last one from Tyler. What do you think about MLD bashing value attainment? He does his thing. We're okay here. We uh, continue yeah, on. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I don't, I'm not going to disrespect MLD. All yeah. good. Uh, Moved on from it. Best of luck in Japan, my friend. Yeah. But I'll be here in America. And yes. shout out to my people who stay here in and America. Then, and shout out to my people all around the world. Right. And then let me make sure that's it for chats. Alrighty, that is it for the chats. Thank you all today for the chats. Thank you for tuning in. We had a great episode today. We had over 4,000 people watching, so we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Um, and of course, if you didn't, look at the plaque, be a part of the family, be a part of the team here at Valuetainment, um, because we're just getting started. So make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share, do all that fun stuff, because uh, lots uh, to head. Awesome, thank you, Natalia. Thank you, Joey. And thank you, you guys, for being here. Uh, interesting episode that we did today. Yes. I never thought that I'd be a cancelable dude. Oh. I pride myself on getting along with everyone, being that guy. I've got super right-wing MAGA friends. I've got super left-wing, yeah. like, completely woke, progressive friends. And I'm that dude, like, can't we all get along? But yeah. it turns out that unifiers mm. and synergists, too, can be canceled. Ask not! What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mm. JFK, um, that just came out of nowhere. But anyway, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for following our journey. We're only getting bigger. We're only getting stronger here at Valuetainment. We're growing. We're accepting applications yes. left and right. And by the way, if you want to connect with me further, with PBD further, with Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate further, with Tom the Biz Doc further, all of us that do this over here, uh, you can connect with us on Minect, which is an awesome app that we've um, created for you to connect with us because we do get a lot of messages. Uh, I have a whole day tomorrow that I'll be speaking with people on Minect. I've carved out 10 hours of my day mm. to Minect with you guys. So if you have a message for me and you want to speak, connect with me on Minect. If you want to speak to PBD, it's a little more expensive than me. Then you got Tate. Uh, you can connect with them on Minect. Thank you guys. For being here, we'll be back Thursday with a panel of lovely ladies. Yes. And of course, Natalia. Um, we'll be discussing topics of our day. Until then, stay strong, don't get canceled, and save that money. We out.